There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Well, hey, everybody, got to tell you about Dr. Busby and ToeGrips.com. That is ToeGrips.com with our friend Dr. Busby. Of course, Luther takes the Encore Mobility Supplement every day, and that's why he's able to take his long strolls and get out there. Like, he was at daycare uh, for a day, right, or two days technically. Stayed there Saturday when we went to wrestling, and then most of a Sunday. They're sending us videos, and this dog is out of his mind. He's, like, running around. He's crazy. So uh, if I were you, I would get that for your uh, older pups. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing to see here, people. Uh, I would uh, pick some of that up for your dogs at ToeGrips.com. ToeGrips.com. Of course, the promo code is Luther to save 10%. And check out Dr. Busby's blog. That's where all the info is. Anything you need to know, any questions you have about your pup whoops, well, the answers will be found at toegrips.com because Dr. Busby knows all because Dr. Busby is a goddess of veterinary medicine. She's actually a GMV or GVM. She's a goddess of veterinary medicine because she's great so that is toegrips.com promo code is luther if you make a purchase but of course you can always check out the blog and everything else it is toegrips.com let's go this is the josh and his show well howdy everybody josh and jilly fresh off a weekend of uh, wrestling had a good time doing that it was fun yeah well we didn't wrestle but uh but the t that the people in the ring did wrestle so uh, lots to talk about today. Of course, uh, Deshaun Watson uh, uh, got off easy. <laughs> Sorry, um, but he did. I mean, if you want to get technical, he did get off easy. Uh, and uh, life's pretty good for him. Richest contract uh, ever and gets a six game suspension. Oh, but Josh, you mean, come on, bro. He missed all the last year. Isn't that enough? No, because he's an asshole. That's why he missed last year. The amount year. of people who think that him not playing last year was because of these allegations is mind-blowing. They're just stupid people. Well, there's there's two types of people that do that. People who are uninformed on all of this, which, okay, fine. And a lot of it has to do with race, right? Like, everything in this fucking country is all based on race, right? So what it is, you get a lot of black dudes who are like, didn't he punish, he didn't, he wasn't found guilty of anything, and he, and he served his punishment last year. Isn't that enough? What about Ben Roethlisberger? Let me tell you, I'll find you a racist if they want to keep bringing up Ben Roethlisberger shit. Because then what you can do is go back and people say, what about Kobe? What about, I mean, like, so, such bullshit. Looking at this thing, even this judge lady, right? This uh, this judge, whatever the hell her name is, she said that this is like the most egregious thing she's ever seen. This is like the most egregious thing that has happened for an NFL player. Yes, but then interestingly enough, in the report, she also says that this is the most significant punishment ever imposed on an NFL player for allegations of nonviolent sexual conduct. But isn't that the same with, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm fairly certain that there wasn't any violent conduct involved with uh, Ezekiel Elliott, but right? was that considered a sexual matter or was that just considered you're making the league look bad? I don't know. 
I don't have that answer. Because there's two different, you know, there's different categories, of course. There's like, is this ruining the integrity of the league? Is it reflecting poorly on the league? Is it a sexual case? Is it a criminal case? Like, there's a lot of different things to it. But I guess, according to this judge, this is the most significant punishment ever imposed on an NFL player for allegations of nonviolent sexual conduct. And she adds, Mr. Watson's pattern of conduct is more egregious than any before reviewed by the then, NFL. Then aren't you saying then that this guy's like a fucking monster, but because there was no specified rule that says, hey, if you're a monster, you're suspended 20 games or whatever. Yes, because I believe there's another section in this full like full page like explanation where she says she felt that the league was just trying to change the stipulations for these kind of things without informing the players' union first. And that this would set the new but, precedent, and she didn't want to be a part of that, but it's still fucked up, so she's still going to give the harshest punishment for this type of situation. Which is nothing. Which is a, a slap on the wrist, and that's it. Whatever. Uh, rich, talented, powerful pe- uh, powerful people get away with shit. It's fine. And it is what it is. Now, to be fair, like Goodell could still impose more games. Right? Like He could, yeah. This but then again, if they do that, right, then won't there be a uh, then they they'll challenge, I'm right? Sure, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like the dude's gross. The dude's a fucking creep. Well, I mean, when you have to include a, a clause in this like ruling that says, "Oh, and by the way, I don't know if I even have the power to do this, but I'm going to say that Deshaun Watson cannot reach out on Instagram to get massages or get any like, massages like from anyone other than team personnel, right? Yeah. Like, doesn't that basically admit saying, okay, this is really fucked up what he did? Like, the fact that you have to put that clause in your ruling. And so what, like, if he goes and jerks off on a team-appointed uh, masseuse, that's okay? That's okay. And how are you going to track him? How are you going to know what he's doing? Is yeah. he allowed to go get pedicures? That's Can he get question. a manicure? Like, listen, Deshaun. Like, I would actually ask that if I were him, because you know he's probably really antsy to go jerk off on some massage therapist right now. I mean, he got away with it. But again, if he does so, it with someone who's appointed by the team, then fuck her, right? Yeah. Here's what I would do if I were him. I would test the limits, because obviously you own these sons of bitches now, right? If I were you, if I were Deshaun Watson, my ass would be calling some fucking Asian manicure, pedicure place right now and being like, Fuck it. I'd like to book a petty, please, and uh, see what they do. See what the stipulations are. Like, does a massage is a foot massage? Trying to go all, you know, uh, trying to go all uh, jewels in uh, in Pulp Fiction here. But like, is a foot massage the same as a massage massage? So if you get a pedicure, is that like, is there like fine print that says, all right, you can't go out of your way to go get, you know, massage from some random broad in Cleveland, but you can go to the Manny Petty place and get your feetsies worked on because that's not technically a massage. And then while you're getting your pedicure, do you just start pounding off right in front of these ladies? Like, hey, like, like your ha- like your balls all of a sudden just hit the water. I'm assuming he's got large balls. That was a bad assumption on my part. But like all of a sudden, he's like getting his toesies worked on and then his balls drop right into the water like a little bubbly water down then it's like so we gonna do this shit or what lady person i still understand how you track though like how do you know that he's not going and getting a massage like is there an ankle monitor that like alerts you for specific things like that doesn't exist you can't just monitor his dms that's illegal yeah so what's the point of this clause he's gonna do what he's gonna do yeah there's no way to track that 
And I got uh, somebody in here said that nobody but us cares about this. That's truly the dumbest point ever. Just say you don't give a fuck that the dude was jerking off on chicks, and that's fine. But don't spin it as all oh, the world doesn't care no, and innocent kind of until proven guilty. <laughs> it's literally the biggest story out there, and the yeah. guy's a fucking creep. So you can tell me that nobody gives a fuck about it, and you're above it, and you've moved on from it. You're a cool person whose name I don't remember in the chat. But give me a fucking break. Like it's the biggest story in the universe, and the guy's a fucking creep, and I want him to break his fucking leg the first play of the game like i'm rooting for that am i allowed to root for that you say i'm not allowed to allowed to around i'm not allowed to root for death of people you don't let me do that because it's bad karma can i root for him to break his fuck i want him to break his dick that's what i want him to do karma would be he's just like you know he's walking around with a boner because i would imagine just everything gives this guy a boner he's an eight-year-old so like hey oh my god some wind blew on my balls oh boy i got a boner oh that towel rubbed wrong i got a boner i want him to like slip in the shower while he's got a boner and break his dick that sounds like something that would be hard to recover from well, but then wouldn't he need like you know therapy on his dick and thus he gets what he wants uh, as long as it's uh it's supplied by the browns as long as the browns supply him with the therapy then everything's a-okay. So I'm rooting for him to fall and break his dick. If this does stand and they don't add any extra games onto it or anything, that means he will be in Houston. Well, we're going for long neck Davis Mills, baby. Go Davis Mills. Kick some ass, baby. I'm all here for it. So so this is a fair question, though. Like, What happens if you break your dick? I'm very curious. Uh, Let's see. Now, I've rubbed off on my fair share of ladies, but I have the common courtesy to ask until I get a... (laughs) There. There you go. So you got to ask. You got to say, hey, can I beat off on you? Josh watching his dad's porn is worse than what Watson did. Don't believe that to be true. Peace out. You're annoying. Also, you never actually got to watch your dad's porn, to be fair. Exactly. And I don't think you jerked off on any women... Thinking about watching your dad's porn. I don't think I have. I'm pretty popular. Well, how could I think about it if I never saw it? Yeah. That's not fair at all. Uh, but uh, so uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, six-game suspension. Boy, man, my man got away with it. very minimal money because, again, remember how they reworked the deal? So he's not going to lose much money at all over this yeah. big picture. Yeah. Because it's six games without pay. But, again, this first year of his contract, they're getting him for nothing. Yeah, so uh, the Browns, they're fucking gross. Deshaun Watson is fucking gross. And I'm not some fucking prude, by the way. We've talked about this before. Yeah, like, I'm not I get, exactly like Miss Feminist over correct. here. Like, like, we all have done dumb shit, and you make stupid advances at people, and you say off-color off shit, and you regret it. Like, shit happens, man. But, like, the idea that this dude, who is a fucking narcissist and just a fucking creep, the dude's a fucking... Like, he's a, a, a fucking predator. Well, like, a one or two... A again, I, I know we're getting deep going back, but one or two people accuse you of something, you can go, okay, some people might be full of shit. If it's like 30-some-odd people, they're not all full of shit. You're a fucking weird man-child that likes to beat off in front of random women. And again, a lot of people were comparing him to Ben Roethlisberger. Which who is also, stupid. Well, the comparison was Ben never faced criminal charges either or never was charged with criminal charges, but it was for like two cases, right? Mm-hmm. This one. is, you know, I, th- I think it was one, but I'm not sure. The reason people are doing that is because Roethlisberger is fucking white. Well, no, they're saying that it's fair because he got six games and now Deshaun gets But that's six why games. they're saying it, though. It's like, well, the white guy did it and got six games. Why should Deshaun get more? Not ex- acknowledging that Deshaun Watson, what he did, seemingly far, f- I mean, he's got a pattern. As the lady said, it's the most egregious thing the lady judge said. It's the most egregious fucking thing she's seen. The most egregious, yet it's like, no, six games, fuck it. 
Well, because that's the uh, strongest uh, penalty thus far for something of that nature. So, so she gave out the strongest po- uh, penalty. So he's uh, like, whatever. I hope he breaks his dick. I don't know how he's going to do it. I hope. Ah, maybe his lady is like, hey, come back to me. I love you. While she's, you know, twerking while making eggs. That's apparently what her Instagram is, what I've discovered. Because his ass ain't on her Instagram anymore. Nope. She's like, nope. <laughs> My ass is on her Instagram. And all I watch is that fat ass bouncing while she's making breakfast foods. And I'm fine with it. I'm down. But that's what her Instagram is for the most part, right? Just her being hot. I hope she calls him and says, man, I'm glad this is all over with. Why don't you come over and get this nut or some some weird speak? Mm. And he's like, yep, I'm coming on over, baby. We're getting back together. And then what ends up happening is Deshaun Watson goes over, gets his dick broke by this lady. And that would bring me joy she actually like snaps the fucker in half like ties him up to the bed type of shit she got him tied up and he's like oh yeah shit's about to get i'm the richest motherfucker in the nfl and then she literally snaps his dick in half she goes all like misery on it but like like sl- she like hobbles him but whatever cock hobbling is whatever the cock equivalent of hobbling is like you know like how in uh, in in misery she puts his legs between the two boxes and then takes the sledgehammer to his ankles well i want to see somehow he gets cock hobbled that's what i'm here for baby the thing is like i mean you can say what it is like this is a repetitive thing this is something i don't think he can just quit doing overnight so it's not going to surprise me when this happens again. No. And then he'll be in more well, like, Why wouldn't you? You've gotten away with it. You still have the richest deal in the NFL, right? You still have the most guaranteed money ever. And you've got half the country, I'd argue more, that believes you did nothing fucking wrong. So why not go do it again? Like there was a guy named Cecil Collins. They called him Cecil the Diesel at LSU. And this dude would just like crawl through chicks' windows and shit and all sorts of shit. They just kept letting him get away with it until eventually they were like, all right, we got to arrest you, bro. And then I don't know. Is he dead now? Did Cecil did Cecil the Diesel die or is he still in jail? Not sure. I think he went to Angola. I might be wrong on that. But like that type of shit, you let people keep getting away with shit over and over and They'll continue to do it. And some of the arrogance of Deshaun, like, he's going to pull this again. LOL. Oh, totally. Um, But even if he does it again with, like, a team masseuse, then what? What's the stipulation there? Like, oh, well, I followed the rules. I went to the team masseuse, and I just got excited. Like... He's go- This pattern's not going to stop. No, so... So eventually he will get his. I believe that. Yeah, well, he gets his pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is That's think true. about things. That's He's true. got to even think about things that are shaped like sex. Like, oh boy, a cucumber. Nut. Like, do you think he does that? Like, if he sees, like, the inside of, a, like, a sliced open cantaloupe, do you think he, like, digs out? He's like, yep, I'm, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Pies. Think he thinks about that? Maybe avocados? Anything that could be like vagina shaped? Do you think he gets really into it? Possibly. Yeah, could be. Like, and that, like, that's, he'll get his no matter what. So, uh, let's see. What was the yoga pose he pulled on the masseuse? It was like the baby, like, whether you hold the baby's legs up. Yeah. Yeah, and he likes to get his bee hole tickled. There's nothing manlier than getting your bee hole tickled by some lady who doesn't really want to tickle your bee hole. Yeah not what she signed up for it's like when i came in here i just thought i was going to give you a rub down i did not know i mean there are some i'd be places, fondling your anus there are some places with women who will do that sure but not not the places he went 
Well, I mean, so I think some over. of them might have been actually like I you think see there us. Were a couple that said it was somewhat consensual, but and they were like seedy ass places, yeah. like in these trash ass strip centers where the lady was like, you know, hey, we know what you're here for, and she was like setting it up and shit. Well, Again, I'm not a the, prude, then man. Those like, are the places you should go to. Yeah. Go to the rub and tugs. They yeah. will take care of you there. Or, you know. They're not going to run to the internet. They're not going to sue. Like, that's, you know, it sucks. It's sex trafficking, but. By the way. They're not going to out you. You're a big time celebrity. You could do all sorts of shit. You could get whatever kind of action you want. Like, why do you need to go get jerked off by some, like, random jamoke ass ladies? Like. I don't know. I'm, I'm like for the most Again, part. Fair, not so. I don't think they were jerking him off. I think he was trying to make them grab his penis, and then he would ejaculate as they were rubbing his legs and stuff. To be fair. To be well, that's true. A football is a bad shape. To a degree, it is, Joe. It is. I think. I think you might be onto something there. That's maybe that's why he likes it so much. I don't know. Uh, so uh, Deshaun Watson got a six-game suspension. There's that. Uh, Do you think they will? That Goodell will try to add more to it. Or he no? should. I think I, I, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, that's what was so funny too. Was last night when it came out that the players' association was like, "Well, you know what? We've decided that whatever the judge says, we think that the league should go with." Oh, so obviously you knew ahead. Well, of Well, they knew that it was what a it was thing, going to be a positive outcome yeah. for them because two weeks ago that was not the case. No, two weeks ago it was like we'll sue immediately. They like, were we'll fight this. Yeah, you know, they so that uh, changed quickly. And we were talking about like today we're watching the shitty local news in uh, in Nashville, and the dude on the wacky morning show is like, Deshaun Watson already missed all of last year while fighting these allegations that irks me like i like if i get that nobody in the world pays attention to the texans i respect that i get it nobody further proves that nobody gives a fuck but like all a simple twitter search of david like today i went back because some guy was like he he played didn't play because he was being punished all you gotta do is search david cully and deshaun watson you search the two of those guys together and you'll get like the second or third tweet and it says something along the lines of, and this is in February of 2021, that Deshaun Watson met with David Cully and reiterated the point that he has no interest in playing for the organization and he will not play ever and again. demands a trade and he will not play ever again. So the idea that he didn't play because he was being punished is poppycock. Togwash, I say. Uh, but anyway... Uh, glad you guys are uh, watching. Tank sent me a picture today, um, and Tank actually randomly texted me while we were at uh, the um, the wrestling match on Saturday. He's like, "Hey, big dog, I'm going to be in Detroit for the Eagles game." Like, I don't know if he thinks we live in Detroit. Possible. I don't know, but uh, he's going to be at the Eagles Detroit game, and I was like, "Well, I'll see if I can make it," and I probably won't be able to unless they fly us out there. Uh, but then he, today he sends me a picture. All right, the first picture is Tank and shooter mcgavin and i'm like wait a second where did you meet shooter mcgavin he's like big dog i'm at a charity event i'm like oh that's awesome he sends me another picture the other picture is of him around his right arm is barry williams barry williams famous for playing greg brady in this arm the dude who played larry in three's company So I'm like, holy shit, Tank's out there. Like, that seems like a heaven for Tank. Like, Tank loves, like, old school, like, 70s TV shows. Wearing his, uh, his Tony Romo shirt, which is just, you know, Romo on the ground. It says Romoing yes. 
is what it says. It was peak tank. Oh, it was legendary. And uh, and tank rules. And the just him and, and fucking Larry from uh, from Three's Company of the Regal Beagle. Like, I'm shocked the tank doesn't have a Regal Beagle t-shirt. I bet he does. I would imagine he probably does. But uh, that picture just made me laugh. But anyway, Astros made a deal. Uh, they got uh, Trey Mancini. Now, apparently it's part of a three, yes. is it a three-team trade? They are sending Jose Siri to uh, Tampa. Yep. And then uh, the Rays will trade right-handed pitcher Seth Johnson to the Orioles and right-handed pitcher Jaden Murray to the Astros in the Mancini Siri deal. Orioles also believed to be getting another player from Houston. Johnson is about to undergo Tommy John surgery. I would assume so there's that there's nobody coming. of huge value in this. Like, Mancini's nice and he's 30. He's a relatively young guy. Uh, and I don't know how many years he's got left on his deal, so what the plan is. I don't think it's going to be anybody included in there that you'd go, oh my god, we lost that guy. But I don't give a shit about farm hands and hot prospects and shit you're trying to win now. The window is open now. Yankees went out and got Montes. So they're trying to play ball yankees by the way fucked me out of a massive parlay yesterday all i needed was those sons of bitches to win it's all i needed i needed a yankees win and they were up in the ninth inning they gave up a three-run home run to salvador perez who's bats 202 and lost the damn game and cost me a damn parlay sons of bitches uh but um but yeah, like, good deal, man. Look, you're trying to win, man. Like, and Yuli, you love Yuli, and Yuli had tons of big hits. Yuli stinks now. Like, you know what Yuli reminds me of? Remember um, in Little Big League when there was, like, that black dude that was, like, the, the dude that didn't wasn't really good anymore, but he was friends with the manager kid? With, uh, with uh, Hen- uh, not Henry Rowan Gardner, what's that? Bob, Bill Haywood? Yep. And he was buddies with him, and, and, like, he got, like, one hit and, like, a pinch hit, and he's like, way to go, buddy! And the dude in the dugout's like, don't you think it's a little bad when you're getting excited over a C&I single? You know, that type of shit? And, like, that's kind of like Yuli. People go nuts if he gets a single now. Like, he just, he's not good. He, he's not producing. Like, he hit a wall fast. Remember the last time we heard from Jose Siri was when he, like, tweeted, like, fuck opinions or whatever? Yes. And that was it? You never heard from him again? Because <laughs> it was like, what was it, the bat flip or something, was it, that he did? Or I forget something what the story that, well, was. Remember, like, and then Dusty admonished him. He's like, ah, oh, we don't do that. Yeah. And then, like, the whole the whole city was like, fuck you, Dusty. You're taking the fun out of baseball. You suck. And Siri tweeted, like, fuck bad opinions, have fun. And then he deleted it, like, ten minutes later. And then you never saw him again. And now where is he? In Baltimore? Tampa. Did he, oh, he's in Tampa. Well, Tampa's a good franchise. They're just, yep. you know, in Tampa playing in an aquarium. A shitty aquarium at that. Uh, let's see. I still think they're in on Bell, and this is to replace Brantley. Very well may be. Like, I wouldn't be done either, man. Go for it. Like, you start to look at some of the way these rosters are built. Man, they're, a lot of these teams are loaded. And the Astros have some good bats, especially if Bregman gets going, right? You got Bregman, and, he, and he's been better lately. And you've got Jordan, and Tucker's been pretty good this year. And you've got uh, Jose. You start to get to kind of like that five, six, seven, eight area, or really six, seven, eight, nine. So they also included one of their pitching prospects, Chase McDermott, is gone. Don't have now. a fucking clue who Chase McDermott uh, is. Chandler Rome said he was viewed as one of the team's most promising lower level pitching prospects. That's great. You know how many lower level pitching prospects? you can get they're probably a dime a dozen i couldn't tell you because i'm not an expert i'm not baseball prospectus so i can't tell you how good someone is or how good they're gonna be because i don't really care however i can tell you that trey mancini can help you win a world series and some no-name pitcher down in single a ball and like corpus or wherever the hell he plays like that guy ain't gonna help you win anything right now and there's a good possibility you're gonna say 
We're never going to hear this guy again. Very rarely do these guys, the Astros trade, really amount to huge things. Like you were telling me today that uh, Musgrove signed a $100 million deal. Musgrove's had a nice solid career yeah. right like these things have like he's been solid but if you start to think of some of the other people that have been traded it's like who are they what are they doing do they matter like they all pop up somewhere like you know who's actually hitting the ball well right now is um is a uh, tony kemp but tony kemp wasn't some young player you were afraid to get rid of he was just a guy you moved or you know they just they exist to trade but I don't give two shits who they trade. If you get a guy that's going to help you win right now and be successful right now, that should be the objective. Like you're trying to win the world series. Like, I don't know about you guys. And I'm sure you guys feel the same way. You're passionate about the Astros, right? Like, like I'm not even a diehard Astros guy, but I fucking despise the Yankees right now. I despise the Yankees and I really despise the Mariners. The Mariners have done a good job of making me hate them for being a team. That's like so like mediocre and and trivial first of all their fans are obnoxious they're weird like antifa assholes and then yesterday altuve gets hit near the dome first pitch of the game and it's like okay let's play ball baby and i'm glad they took six of seven from those schmucks like it's not like i view them as a competitor for the astros i guess they're the closest thing to it in the division i don't view them as a legit contender of any sort and they're not close to the astros but it's like you want to really keep them in their place like you don't want them to take five of seven from the astros and feel good you want to really just beat those guys down and if not for one bad inning they win all seven of those games against the the mariners they're their dad ass so fuck them fuck the yankees fuck everybody get to playoff baseball and as we've said before i love the teams that had no chance in hell in winning of 2017 like you really think if the astros didn't bang on their trash cans that the seattle mariners would have won the division that year no really no like they do they buy it man where did they finish in the division in 2017 um i would my guess would be they finished third like the a's were decent one of those years and the angels never were really yeah, they were third, so they finished behind the Angels with the same record as the Rangers. So really, yeah, you weren't going to win that division no matter. Correct. Now, but that's um, cute that you're still so bitter about it. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, M.W. Solgrove brings up J.D. Martinez as someone who um, was traded. What was it? I don't remember the deal for Martinez. And yes, Martinez has gone on to have a great career. Was Martinez there? But Martinez was there early before they got good again, if I recall. Uh, yeah, because he was in Detroit for a while, and that's when after that he went to Boston, right? Yeah. And now they're saying he might get traded again, I think. So, like, I think Martinez played for the Astros right before, like, 15. And then there was the 16-year, the which wasn't as good. And then, you know, since 17, they've been great. Uh, the Astros, uh, the Yankees went out and got Andrew Benatendi just so the Astros couldn't get him. They didn't even want him. And I get that he's like, they love to show this highlight of Benatendi making the diving catch in the LCS a couple years ago. Big fucking deal. Like, I don't like, I don't believe that there are players that just kill certain teams. Like they do it because they're good players. It's not like, Oh, this guy just owns us and we can never stop him. I don't believe that. I think circumstance plays a big factor in everything as well. Uh, let's see. Martinez um, was in Houston from 2011 to 14. Who's who they called up when they traded Hunter? So, okay, Pence. AG producer Martinez was released by the Astros. That's my point. Like, they didn't even trade him. Like, they had him, and then they moved on. So, it is what it is. But they, um, so, I mean, they had some of those guys. But for the most part, when the Astros trade someone, they're okay. Who's the one dude um, that still plays? They traded him in the Pittsburgh deal. Who am I thinking of? 
I think it was in the same deal in the trade that involved Musgrove. Who am I thinking of? Number tw- How am I drawing a blank on this guy's name? But it was a couple years ago because they traded Musgrove to, uh, to Pittsburgh, right? Think that's what the trade was? I think so. I don't remember. Jack Clark killed the Astros and many other oh, teams. Garrett Cole. No, no, Garrett Cole came here. Well, yeah. From oh. the bomb. T- uh, well, I'm talking about, about the ones that went the other for. way. Colin Moran. That's who I was thinking of. Like Colin Moran. Colin Moran was a decent player for a while, and Colin Moran's fine. But like, are you oh, like like not like? There's not one guy the Astros have traded, whether it be a hot prospect or whatever, that you would go, "Yep, that's the one that got away." Like if you're like the Cubs and you traded Lou Brock for Ernie Brolio, you'd go, "You know what? That one might be the one that got away." You know, those kind of guys, like guys that you look back on and go, shit, we really missed out. Or the Red Sox trading uh, Bagwell. You can look back on those and go, holy fuck, we had that guy and we blew it and we lost him. There's not one guy that the Astros have traded in the last six years or so that I would look at and go, fuck. Now, would you like to have a Joe Musgrove? Sure, because I do think the, 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 the rotation is an issue. Not an issue, but it's certainly not a strength of the team, right? It's not one of those things where you look at the Astros rotation and go, boy, this is a dominant rotation. Like, if you get into the postseason, how confident are you in the dudes? Like, how confident are you in Fromber? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Now, they might view getting Sassy Lance back as like their addition to the to the uh, rotation. I'm sure they do. Maybe that's how they view it. They're like, we don't need to make a big move because he's going to come back. He should be rested. It and is what Fromber it is. Fromber doesn't really worry me that much. He's got the playoff experience now. Like, Fromber's very good. I'm not worried about him. Uh, let's see. Josh Hader is one of the names that people keep bringing up. The thing about Hader, and Hader's great, and by the way, he just got traded for like a weird deal. Not like, I mean, Milwaukee's right in it. Milwaukee's in first place. Yeah. And their bullpen's not very good, and they just trade Josh Hader. But like, I asked, like, Josh Hader was great, but you were able to win with guys that you had. Like, like, to me, a one that got away thing is you get rid of a, a, a franchise cornerstone player then you end up becoming a shitty team and this guy goes on to play for a great team. And closers aren't that. Great starting pitchers maybe. Baseball's weird because one player doesn't make a team. But, like, you lose a Lou Brock who is, I think, this has the second most stolen bases of all time and is a Hall of Famer for nothing, and then you suck for most of your existence and, and Lou Brock doesn't, well, that one stinks. See the big um, matchup in Sugarland tomorrow night? Sassy Lance on the bump against Kid Kaiki, who you talk about a fall off a mountain. Life comes at you Holy fast. Holy shit. <laughs> the, like, Keiko, like that was always his MO as he stunk in the first inning. Yeah. But now he like really stinks in the first yep. inning and just sucks at baseball. He's on his third team this season already. He's with the, the Rangers now, so he's playing for Round Rock against Lance on uh, tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, what they, a matchup! In sh- that should sell out. I have yes. been to that ballpark two times. One was to see Ario Speedwagon and Night Ranger, and I had shitty seats. And me and John Cassio, the the concert was in center field. Me and Cassio were sitting in like the infield behind home plate. The seats sucked, and we eventually left. The other time, actually, I've been, I guess, a couple times. We went with Luther. Okay, so I've been three times. So we went with Luther, and then the other time I went was when Clemens pitched there. Me and Gavin went, and we gave away some tickets for people to go see it. Like, if there's ever going to be a crowd at a Sugarland Skeeters game, like it's going to be Personal, when like it's the Space Cowboys. Now. Sorry, the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Okay, 
in that situation, like you would get like if Altuve is making a rehab start, and you can get in for ten bucks. People would go like Sassy Lance versus Dallas Keuchel, twenty seventeen Strohs, ready to go. And let us not forget this about Dallas uh, Keuchel. All right, this is important. We can sit here and we can shit on, um, no, we can shit on Keuchel and all that. It was Dallas Keuchel along with Josh Ennis who said they needed to get Verlander. Yeah, Keuchel was hell-bent on it. I forget exactly what he tweeted, but it was, something, it was almost a sassy Lance level of sass. Yeah, yeah. And that was big, and that was a big story, and it wasn't that long after that that they went out and got Verlander. So really, me and Kid Keike, I think that we, uh, I think that we've, uh, we, basically, we're the reason why the Astros have won a World Series, because we had high demands. You know, we have high expectations, you see. That's what we're here and for. And now neither of you are in Houston. Correct. And for one, one it's, a, it's a damn shame that would be me. On the other side, nobody wants Dallas Keuchel, so who cares? Lance is going to throw at someone. He'll treat it like the World Series. Of course he will. In very Lance fashion, he'll like overdo it in that game and blow out his arm. He's like, nope, I'm not going to be outdone. Like, basically, he's kind of a Clanton-level hard-on. Can we agree with that? Like, he's Lance? got Clanton hard-on tendencies. Like, he fights with the idiot fans of the other teams. That type of shit, you know? Like, can we agree with that? That, like, he'll go out, like, guys, we're going to go out here. What are you doing, Arlington? What are you doing? We will take you down, Southern Oklahoma. We just will. Like, he's got those kind of tendencies. But anyway, so Mancini's going to play for the Astros. Deadline is tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this. It's August 2nd. That's all you need to know is the deadline is August 2nd. Now, we said it before, but my God, I'm ready for the playoffs. Yes, playoffs. Boy, when playoffs hit and then you've got uh, NFL and college, we're ready to go. I'm ready for October. wonder how long uh, Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended for socking that dude. That was trending as well today. Most people believe now he should be suspended about a quarter. Well, yes. Like, he punched some dude. Who knows what the dude was doing to him? I don't know. I mean, listen, you're an NFL player. This dude's not, and you attack the guy, whatever. The difference may be, was he charged criminally? Shit, I don't remember. I mean, I don't think it's anything now. I don't think. But, like, to me, beating off on, like, you know, 30 women, or at least, you know, ejaculating in front of them, is a little bit different than, you know, some dude socking another dude. So he was arrested on battery charge. I don't know how, whatever became of that, if he actually got convicted of it or what. Um, but also the, the downfall for Alvin Kamara is that's on camera. Well, that doesn't help. Which is fucked up. I mean, I, I, not defending Deshaun. But like, all, I, but like how, do you, how do you reconcile this? How do you go, you know, Deshaun Watson, I mean, those ladies kind of knew what could happen when they're in that situation, whatever. How do you go with that and then go, yeah, but let me tell you, man. Alvin Kamara punching that dude. What a piece of shit. Like, how do like how does that come down to that? I struggle with that. But um, we'll see what ends up happening there. All I know is that my man, uh, my man Jameis is gonna throw for 45 Hundo this year. 45 Hundo, 35 now, see, TDs. For example, the the NFL discipline policy very clearly states that the minimum is a six-game suspension for allegations of assault and or battery whether or not a person is charged or even convicted. But like they didn't have anything written down in the books for, hey, if you tantrically ejaculate in a uh, in a massage session, we have nothing written down for that. Sexual encounters, correct. But like how do you define violent? Like yes, these women weren't raped, but like okay, so it's not violent. They're not getting punched. I get all that, but you're still 
in some instances, like jerking off on these chicks and like, you've got over 30 of them and you've, you've, you've bought off most of them. Like, I, like, I get that it doesn't specifically say it in the handbook there, but I, that's a lot. That's a lot of people to masturbate on, you know? I think Kamara may actually have another hearing coming up in August. Okay. So I don't know that for sure. I'm just kind of glancing through this um, quickly here. Well, the NFL is obviously protecting the deviant freak. Well, might be the case. And then it's funny because then you look at baseball and you look at uh, Trevor Bauer. Yep. Who was also not convicted criminally. Yep. And faced sexual and apparently, misconduct like, allegations now, and abuse on, and all this yeah. stuff. And homeboy still suspended. Was he suspended for two, three years? He was well, never convicted. Someone brings it. Harold brings up a point. How do you look at your mom, sister, aunt in the face if you just Fenn Watts? Here's the thing. Especially in Cleveland. Dude, these bitches are fucking nuts. Like, how pathetic if you're a woman, right? And, like, your viewpoint is, oh, he wasn't charged with anything and let's go. Like, some woman, I saw a, a comment of hers on a thread. She had, like, the Browns logo in her name and shit. Like, I think at some point it should be acceptable for all of us to just say that women can be fucking morons too. Oh, they can. Absolutely. Because like we live in this world where you watch sitcoms, right? Like everybody loves Raymond was on in the living room a second ago and everybody loves Raymond. Raymond's kind of a putz and his wife is like, she's sassy and she's the smart one. You watch the honeymooners like Ralph Cramden's a fucking moron and his lady is smart. You watch the King of Queens. Doug Heffernan is the kind of doofy moron and Carrie is the smart one. At some point, point we need to have a realistic uh, sitcom which is a woman's a fucking moron that like the dude could be a moron too that's totally fine but i want to have like a real true to life sitcom where the woman's just like a fucking idiot and the and like constantly like ask the dude to do shit and then like defends deshaun watson on the internet just like dumb woman show like everybody like the show would be called everybody thinks that lady browns fans are fucking morons too that's the name of the show like the way these fucking women are they 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 seem just like fucking morons but then you look at women right you never hear stories of dudes like sending letters to lady serial killers or like chicks who murdered their husband and went to jail you never hear stories of dudes like i'm really into you let's fuck oh i bet that happens i don't though. think it does i think that happens i don't both think it ways. does i don't think dudes are that fucking stupid now they'll get with like crazy bitches but like if a chick is convicted and goes to prison because she killed a dude like lorena bobbitt i don't believe that there were men who were like sending lorena bobbitt letters like hey you want to fuck like hey let's go i'd like to find out if there were though i would need to find that out because i bet there are everyone's nuts men women everyone's fucking psychos it is important to note that women more so than men based on my scientific data that i have just made up there are more women who will send letters and nudies and everything else to dudes who are convicted of murdering women and raping them and yet we're supposed to sit here and go, you know who's fucking smart? Women. Guys are so stupid, aren't the they? Women, women is- are brilliant. Like, there are women who will fucking be de- like a Cleveland Browns fucking lady stands, and they will sit there and defend this fucking dude. Well, the problem is with a lot of women is they truly believe that they can change any guy. Like... Even as, as minuscule as He killed like, people, yeah. though. That look like, it's like the people that want to fuck OJ. That, that she will be the one to turn his life around and make him a good person. Like, we, there's okay. a lot of women that think You're like that. You're making my point. I know, but I'm Women just are stupid sometimes. 
And we should be allowed to say that. Well, yes. Present company men. excluded, Jilly is brilliant. Everyone's stupid. Yes. But the idea is like there's this like understood thing. Like men are big dummies. Well, some are. But like all women are so smart and they keep the house in check and they keep their man in check. And they're so. No. Women send fucking letters to serial killers who rape women and want to marry them. Yep. I'm telling you, there is not a man out there that would send a letter to like someone brought up amy fisher i bet there were men who wrote to amy fisher in prison who wanted to hook up maybe maybe but remember amy fisher just shot mary joe buttafuoco because she loved joey buttafuoco that was done in a fit of rage and love i'm talking about like a uh, uh, a uh, uh you know, lorena bobbitt like a lorraine do you think someone sent a letter to lorena bobbitt i do i really I do. do i do not there's not one man. I am a man and I can speak for men. And I will say this, that there is no way in hell any man was like, boy, she cut that guy's dick off. Here, I'm going to send you a Polaroid in prison. Hey, I love you. There's no way in hell that happened. I wouldn't be shocked. Not, I would. Because men might be dumb, but I don't think that they're like, hey, she cut a dude's dick off. I'm into her dumb. There are dumb guys and there are things that women do and there are mean women and dudes will fall for mean women. But a woman would send a fucking like nudie and everything to Charles Manson because women are fucking insane. And we're supposed to act like they're just like, read the Lady Browns fan comments. Go find some like NFL post and see all the posts from ladies with the Browns logo in their fucking Twitter. And they're like, he wasn't convicted. Just let him be. Let him be. He, he's, he served his time. His time, his time has been served. Let him be. They're fucking nuts. Again, some women, again, not to be the feminist over here, but some women are nuts. Yes. Cindy Nude says the Night Stalker was getting thirsty letters in prison. Every serial killer gets thirsty letters in prison. Yep. Women are fucking insane and they are aggressively horny. And I'm telling you, I would not be shocked if men sent the same kind of things to lady. And there's not that many ladies. I need evidence. Killers, I need but. proof. Someone Google this. I need I need some story of some guy that like fell in love with a lady prisoner who like shot her husband and then they fell in love via Polaroids and pen palling. That's what I need to know. But like it is weird though. Like me, like you can get into crazy. Like I like Britney Spears or at least I, I did like Britney Spears until she became just too fucking crazy for my liking. But like Britney Spears... She's crazy, and that's fine. But then there's, you know, chop off a dude's dick crazy. And that's too crazy for me to be well, into. Well, the dude whose dick she cut off would send, him love, uh, send her love notes all the what, time afterwards. John? Yep. John Wayne Bobbitt? Yep. But they're obviously both fucked up. That doesn't count. It has to be someone who, like, has nothing to do with the situation who's just like, hey, I want to fuck the chick that cut the guy's dick off. And again, I'm sure they're out there. Do dudes uh, date Lorena Bobbitt, Drew asks. I mean, I, I, maybe she's gotten back together with someone. <laughs> Sending Nude says, I write to Brittany Griner. Well played. Well played. Um, let's see here. Peg Bundy, says Brad Hall. What about Peg Bundy? She's like the dumb broad. Oh, but she's not, though. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, Al is still the moron. Like, she's kind of ditzy, but she's always the one delivering the one-liners to him for being a moron, right? So, like, they're both kind of equally stupid. There were some other names that people brought up for dumb chicks. Peggy Hill. Uh, Pe but no, Peggy Hill's not. 
Peggy Hill's not stupid. She's the one that's always telling, uh, what's his name, Hank? Well, in the good place, uh, what's-her-face is kind of the dumb one, and the husband she was assigned to was the smart one. That's true. Um, Kimmy Schmidt. But see, that's not your typical situation comedy setup of husband and wife, husband is stupid, and the wife is the smart one. Kimmy Schmidt, by the way, is just beautiful, and I love her very much. Kaylee Cuoco is a dumb woman in the Big Bang Theory, says Roddy Richards. Okay, I, I don't watch enough Big Bang Theory to know. But that's also a different scenario because one dude's like a scientist or some shit. So that is a little bit different. All right, let's see here. So here's one for you, Jilly. I didn't get to this one on the morning show today. Let's see. A new poll found most people think... Um, oh, let me ask you this question. I'll start with the full story from the show prep. Do you think the world would be a better place if we were just brutally honest all the time? A new poll found most people think so, but very few of us have the guts to actually do it. Here are a few quick stats on honesty. All right. 57% think it would be better if everyone just told people what they were thinking and didn't hold back. But 83% of us bite our tongue a lot and avoid saying stuff that might offend people. Two. We hold back four times a day on average. That includes big stuff, but also little things like wanting to tell someone to chew with their mouth shut or saying, no, I don't want to see more pictures of your cats. I think I do that a lot. Yeah, you don't like confrontation. I don't, so I just sit there and let people kind of ramble on. Because I'm the dude on the radio, so if I say something like, hey, shut the fuck up, then I'm a dick, right? 77% of us think that we're good at hiding the fact that we're not being totally honest. 56% of people claim they want to be brutally honest with them and not hold back. I think they're liars. And 73% think being brutally honest is necessary sometimes. Like, you can't be brutally honest with people or you're going to be called a dick or a racist or a misogynist or whatever. If we were completely honest with people, we would just say that women are dipshits and want to fuck prisoners. But we don't say those things. We say, women, they're brilliant. Men are stupid, right? And like, yeah. That's what we say. I don't know why I just fonzied you guys there. Boondog says Edith Bunker. She was. But again, she plays dumb. But at the end of the day, she's still like, if you watch episodes of All in the Family, she's ditzy. But she's always kind of the one that solves all the issues at the end, right? There was a story. Did you see the story from Houston today about the uh, Laredo Taqueria? No. That Okay, so you know which one that is. We've been there before. It's on Washington. It's been there forever. Yep. It's been there since, I think, 1984 or something. And obviously, Washington has grown up a lot. Yep. There's bars, nightclubs, townhouses everywhere. Yep. Well, they built these townhouses so close to the Laredo Taqueria that the people who moved in are bitching that the smoke from the taqueria is making their furniture smell like tacos and fajitas. First of all, that sounds like an amazing problem I know. to have. I feel like there's Mine more smells like your house could smell like. Like dog farts is what my couch smells like. <laughs> you mean to tell me it could smell like tacos? Yeah, I'll so take they, it. They were trying to sue over this. So the, the place had to get a, Laredo had to get a lawyer. And the lawyer had to explain, like, look, this place was here first. No one made you move into these townhouses. Yes. Like, it's Fuck absurd. You. Like, the fact that these people are coming for this business, trying to shut down this fucking delicious taqueria. Monsters is what they because are. Because it smells like tacos in your house. Well, you moved five feet from a fucking taco stand. What the fuck do you think's going to happen? You dopes. I tell you. People are the worst. Like, you got to play. You got to see these things. You got to know what's coming. Sometimes you just have to deal with the fact that your place smells like tacos, which, again, does not sound like a bad issue. Like, if you have a septic issue and your house smells like shit all the time, that's a bad thing. 
Having the smell of chimichangas wafting through the air actually sounds heavenly. You ever smell a taco place? They're amazing. Like just the entitlement of people to be like, nope, we're going to sue this taco still. They were there first. They've been there since 1984. So eat all the dicks, assholes. Like you didn't smell those delicious tacos when you went to see your fancy fucking townhouse? Yeah. I'm with you on that one. That story just enraged me today. I was like, and then why are you coming for this business? Like, again, like these small businesses just get family owned businesses, you know, like. Yeah, as you know, for left and right. As you know, I'm a big small business guy. I support the small businesses. What would you rather? There be a damn Walmart there? Be a Whole Foods? Be a Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's? That'd be fine. Yeah, it smells like patchouli. There's the smell of patchouli and douche wafting into my room, and I love it. Entitlement wafting through my windows, but the smell of delicious tacos and chimichangas and tortas and tostatas, that's not good. You can't have that. I that's bad. I would love bad. to live that close to that place. You'd beat the line for breakfast tacos. My God, it'd be the best thing ever. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Sign me up. Brad Hall says, uh, my buddy lives right next to the uh, Mexican bakery, and it's the greatest. I bet it is. Roddy Richard says, go hogs. Go hogs. Uh, we went to the wrestling match on uh, Saturday. It was a pretty solid time. It was fun. Yeah, we basically had a row to ourselves for most of it. And then, like, well, random Jamokes started filling predicted. in these seats. Yes, people scope out the empties. Yeah, douches. Like, Battle was barely there. Uh, he showed up late and then left early. Now, he brought his kid. The last thing he said was, Liam wants a cowboy hat. I'm going to go get him a cowboy hat. Boy, that kid is cute. Well, here's what he told me happened. He said that they were climbing the stairs to go find cowboy hats. And his kid, like, fell when he was climbing the stairs uh, and, like, hurt his knee. Aww. So he's like, ooh, and he's embarrassed. So he wouldn't go back down to the seats because he thought all the people in the seats were judging him. Aww. So they just stood up in the concourse and watched the wrestling aww. match from there. Oh, don't awe Poor him. Fella. Don't, don't awe him. But he's I don't so think that's all worthy. Cute. And Battle was like, they're not judging you. They don't care. He gets a pass. And uh, so then they watched from... Then Battle's like, well, they didn't have any cowboy hats, so I called some lady from WWE. It's like, you, in the middle of a pay-per-view, you called someone from WWE to see if you get your kid a hat? And apparently he did, I guess. She just gave him hers, I guess. But it was a fun time. It was a good show. It was a great time. Adam Clanton says that Ric Flair match was straight ass. Did you spend money on that? If so, you're straight ass. I would have to question you. Like just I'm wa- watching the clips, I was like uncomfortable. Yeah, it was um it like it, like it was awful. And like and you watch him. He was to me and I didn't watch the thing. I saw the clips like you did. One he made sure to blade himself so he'd bleed to make it this epic showdown, right? But then like he's not like physically fit anymore. You know, like he's not like, you know, built. So you look at his his wrestling trunks and, like, they fit him like an old man's BVDs would fit. Like, his legs are really skinny, so they don't, like, stick to his legs. They kind of hang over his legs. Like, you were waiting for his, like, his, if I had to guess, very elastic scrotum to fall out of his trunks. Like, and it just felt weird. Like, I like I don't know, man. That's, um. And then I enjoy the people that were angry because, like, after the match, he's like, I'm going to go party with Kid Rock. And it was like, ugh, Kid Rock. No. Kid Rock's bar charge is way too much for fucking beer. They're like nine dollar. We went lights. to this brewery down there and got like seven beers for thirty bucks. Not bad, right? We go to Kid Rock's. We bought four beers. That'll be sixty dollars. Like, well, fuck you, Kid Rock. Well, to be fair, that's not just Kid Rock. That's Broadway. I know, but we went there. I, I found the bigger outrage to be the street food after the wrestling match. 
Oh, that that was an outrage too. So we were walking back to the hotel and uh, we saw a, a hot dog well, cart. As usual, we had big plans. We're like, oh, let's go to the Taco Bell Cantina after the wrestling match. Like, let's go back over towards Broadway. And then as soon as we cross, there's a pedestrian bridge that you go from Nissan Stadium to get back to like Lower Broadway, yep. where all the bars are. And as soon as we saw the crowds and heard the music, we're like, nope. Let's grab some street food at the furthest street vendor that we can find and walk back to our hotel, which was the other way from Broadway. Yep. So we found a little hot dog stand. No line, not a ton of people. We're like, perfect, let's get this. Got two hot dogs. And a bottle of water. $24. 24 $24. It was a dumb decision. I don't get it. And you brought up the comparison to New Orleans, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, well, New like, Orleans. New Orleans, you're walking around Bourbon Street. There's like two for one giant beers, two for five. Like, try this. They're trying to get you to drink as much as possible for as little money as possible. Right? And, like, and the street meat is like a dollar for a hot dog. Like, you can go, like, you go to those places that sell the big ass beers, and usually they're selling like Dixie beer or something, but they're just trying to get you there. And it's literally like two 30 ounce beers for $5. Yes. Here, it's like one 12 ounce beer for the price of five. Insane. So it was I, not I'm good. I'm not a fan of Broadway. Not a fan of downtown. I didn't Nashville. think it was that bad. Like like the atmosphere early in the day, I didn't well, early think it was in the bad. Day it was fine, but I mean price wise, and it's just such a rip off. And I don't know. No, I agree. I agree with that. So I drink too much to be able to afford to drink on Broadway. It was it was not an easy thing to like to to do. And then you get to the stadium, and you know you buy two beers, and it's like twenty six bucks each. You know okay, time well, that's you go to be expected. Yes, at any stadium. But, um, yeah. The, the so. hot dog vendors is what really got me. They were just normal Nathan's hot dogs. Nothing special, you and know. Everything in the city is so fucking expensive. It is. But you go to New Orleans and nothing is expensive. And that's why New Orleans rules. Well, most places, when you do like the street cards or the street meat, like, you know, it's not $24 for two hot dogs. That is correct. I could have went to the bar and bought a bottle of water for cheaper than what they charged for us there. That is also correct. But um, so that was what happened most of the night there. Uh, it was fun at the wrestling match. You were texting my mom and sending her pictures. Uh, so because mom was locked in, she was watching at home, and uh, and it was cool. I mean, there was nothing like overly special about it, but like I mean, it was fine. It was fun. The last match was really fun though. The Brock versus Roman with the tractor and everything. Yeah, that was fun. It was. That was kind of cool. Like we were we had a good view, but like. It wasn't good enough to watch it, like watch the ring. Yeah, like I was watching watch the screen, TV, you yeah. know. Um, you and they don't have the commentary, uh, commentary either, which. Yeah. But it was fun to be there. So that part of it was a little bit, eh. But I mean, hey, we were in there and it's in a football stadium. Unless you're, you know, five rows back, like it's going to be a tough view no matter what you do. And you're going to get stuck watching the video boards, which we did. But you did get recognized by two Nashville people, two separate occasions. Well, and that's so. The first time it was someone that was in the chat on Friday, yep. and then there was another one uh, when we were getting the street meet. Uh, guy goes, Josh Ennis, man, just want to let you know we listen to you on uh, the Rock Man. You rule. Everybody else that noticed us were McDougals. We're legit Philly people. Like we sat down in our seats. Josh Ennis, bro, we're from Philly, man. What's up? Like like five Philly people. We're like, what's up, bro? But in typical Josh and his fashion, you always say, oh, woe is me. I'm irrelevant here. Nobody recognizes me here. Nobody cares. And then, like, two people out of the blue are like, hey. And, like, 
Philly, Nashville's not as aggressive with the people in Philly, you know? Like, yeah. people in Philly will say anything to you. Sure. Uh, Nashville, they just kind of, like, sit back and be like, oh, is that George Reynolds? Like, you know, they'll whisper to their friends. Yeah. But in typical Josh fashion, that didn't make your day at all. You were just like, oh, of course, these Philly people. Well, they did. But well, the one girl was like, very... But the, the ones that were in the chat made me happy. Yeah. Because they're chatters, and they're Nashville people, and I enjoyed that. I know. Um, but you would act like, you know, that that was a big deal for you to have these two people from Nashville recognize you. Well, it was nice, but I mean, like, I'm used to having, like, a hundred people recognize me everywhere I go. Like, you tweet about it on Twitter, like, oh, these Philly people, you should have been like, hey, some Nashville people. Well, it because up. it was funnier. Well, first of all, I just, it was one well, person was that funny. saw us initially. And then, like, the one that I didn't tweet after I saw the other people I in know. the street. That was the on our way back to the hotel. Street Meat should be the new name uh, we call prostitutes. That should be the new name of the podcast. That would get some interesting... That's just the name of our podcast is Street Meat. That would get some interesting people The Street people Meat in. Chronicles. They, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> street Meat and Beer. That's the name of the podcast. Uh, I feel like Joe says, I feel like the gimmick match for that show in Philly is going to be Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey wrestling a tag team match. Oh, there's no doubt Jason Probably. Kelsey will rescue, uh, wrestle in that. There yeah. is no doubt. Yeah. Well, on that note, I guess we can get out of here. Uh, about Aqueduct Plumbing? Oh, Aqueduct Plumbing Company, of course. Uh, Billy and uh, his sister Mary, they rule. We're big fans of theirs, and we appreciate that they have been such great supporters uh, of the show for as long as they have been. Of course, you can reach out to them at 281-488-6238. 281-488-6238. Repipes, leak detection, camera inspection, water heaters, tankless water heaters, water filters, drain cleaning. They do it all for you over at Aqueduct Plumbing Company, and we love Billy and Mary. They are wonderful folks. Uh, so uh, give them a call 281-488-6238 for all of your plumbing needs in houston 281-488-6238 aqueductplumbingcompany.com they are at your disposal thank you Rock, Boy, so, so is beyonce, that right hold on what what yes that is confirmed thank you beyonce put out her new album on friday i bet it's great well she also used the word spaz in a song oh that's offensive you can't say you're spazzing out anymore right so now she had to change the song as well oh bay same thing that happened to lizzo yep boy you guys are pussies like come on spaz give me a break and this man. song was co-written with drake so i mean that everybody's in on this one yep there you go so anyway all right, well, we're getting out of here, guys. Uh, we'll probably see you tomorrow uh, because uh, we'll be here and we'll talk with you. Uh, see you guys later.